Well, we have another interesting program for you this morning. We're going to talk about witches, warlocks. We're going to talk about mediums, psychics, witchcraft, all the things that our children are getting in today. The Harry Potter books. Now I know I stepped on somebody's toe right there. But all these things that our kids are dabbling in today and they don't realize that what they're dabbling in is darkness and they think it's light. After all, Lucifer's name is light bearer, but he's not bearing the right light. He's the false light. So today I have a guest on the program, Lisa Gwen. Say hi, Lisa. Hey, hello. So how do you want to dive into this? By the way, we have no notes. We're just diving in. So we dive into this subject. First of all, is this stuff real? Yes. Is the darkness in it real? Yes. Is it dark? Yes. Is it very dark? Very. And it gets darker the longer you're in it. However, it changes you to the point that the deeper you get involved in it, the more you mistake light for darkness and darkness for light. Mm. Deception. Correct. That's the main thing is deception. Everybody gets into the occult for different reasons. Now, first are the normal things. We would all love to know what's going to happen down the road. We would all, all single people want to know, is my prince coming? Is my my princess coming? Etc. So that's the allure of the whole psychic thing. You want an answer now. We are, we are a drive-through species. We want it now. Okay? God is a man of patience. He's got a plan. He works it out. But the enemy knows we want it now, especially if we have been hurt or we're in a situation where we're being hurt or we feel like we're not being heard or we're, be, we're not appreciated, okay? Then you want to dive into that stuff. You, you end up looking for something for your pain. You, you don't stop and realize that the, the one who hurt you, if you're in an abusive situation, especially kids in an abusive situation or with a broken family, they don't stop and realize that the very one they're seeking through the occult, okay, is the one who made their abusers their abusers. Well, let's talk about something a minute because this is really good. Right now on the top popular TV shows, psychics and mediums are so popular and people are so amazed they go to a psychic and that psychic says, oh yes, I can see your grandmother. Your grandmother is wearing this and your grandmother has a message for you. And and the other person is going, oh my gosh, that's grandma, that's her, that's really her. And I want to say, no, it's not, no, it's not. You don't understand, that's not your grandmother. So maybe we should talk that when a psychic is getting their message and a medium is getting a message, where is that message coming from? And what's the purpose? Okay, so if you're talking about, I'm going to put air quotes around a real psychic, okay? Because most psychics, they are excellent at reading body language, unspoken tones. They would be great profilers, you know, or like campaign people, you know, or picking juries, that type of thing. But they turn it to the occult because they love, the heebie-jeebies are a big draw. Everybody loves the unknown and wants to discover something in the unknown that makes them special. But most psychics do cold readings. They just, they'll say something and then they wait for that twitch, that recognition, that little muscle flex in the face or your body language. They're 
They're just hit or miss. Now, true psychics, and again, I put that in Air air quotes, are those who do have demons attached to their life. These are called familiar spirits. They are very familiar with the person who is a psychic, but they also are familiar with all the other demons. And so when somebody goes to a psychic, any spirit around that person seeking a psychic's input has a familiar spirit that then converses with the familiar spirit with the psychic. So you have two demons talking to this person about the person that's paying their money to get a message. Now, I don't know about you, but you know, if I got a polluted river and the water's coming at me, it's not necessarily something I want to drink because it's polluted. If it's two demons talking, that to me is a polluted river. So why do you want to go spend money for that? You know? You know, so many people are so impressed with the supernatural. Let me tell you where a part of the problem is. That church today has a form of godliness but denies the power thereof. Right. So we have witches, psychics, and mediums. But on the Christian side of it, they're supposed to be prophets, apostles, pastors, teachers, and evangelists that are operating in the power of heaven. But the problem today, as you look at the American church... Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And so our kids are drawn off to the faults. Right. Because in the false, the enemy is right there to give you a false um, result in a ritual. He's right there to give you a false healing. He's he's there to, to you know, sell you a lie, uh, to placate whatever it is that you're hurting from or needing help with. Um, he will even go to the extent of making you believe that psychics and and all are not anything to do with the devil because the devil doesn't exist. Uh, what greater strategy in war than to make your enemy think you don't exist? You know, then you just run ripshot over them and they'll just deny that it's even happening. So, uh, and people think there's a force mentality in our country. Oh, there's the good side of the force. And then there's the bad side of the The yin and the yang. Right. It's it's not one stream of power. No. Okay, there are two. When Satan fell, his pride, his arrogance, his falling created a polluted stream. And most people mistake that for the real stream. And like I said before, we're a drive-through mentality. You know, we want our stuff now. We pray, we wait for answers. You perform a ritual, Satan's liable to give you a nice answer right then and there. And then you think, wow. You know, when I first got saved, it took me a long time to believe that God was bigger than the people that had abused me. And he was bigger than the enemy. And he was bigger than uh, the people that still wanted to kill me for leaving. Because I had not seen enough of the power of God in the Christian church. I had seen a lot of demonstration of power in the occult. But I had not seen the power of God demonstrated by his people in the Christian church. And that was a real source of frustration for me. I was like, well, why don't you just go up there and cast that demon out? Or why don't you just go lay hands on that person on the street? Why don't we do these things? Well, the church isn't teaching it no more. They're avoiding it. They don't go out and do what they should. You know, 
It also gets me, I had a question asked me the other day, so I'm just going to put it on this program. I might get some flack for it, but I don't care. They said that Harry Potter stuff, what do you think about that, gal? I said, oh, that's no good. You're teaching your kids spells. But I said, have you ever heard of the Order of the Phoenix? Because you know that's one of Harry's books. Yep. Should we enlighten them on the Order of the Phoenix or should we not? Mm. You can. You can tell them that there is a satanic organization. That organization is pretty much over all the satanic fringe pagan organizations in the world. Um, and they have for centuries called themselves the Order of the Phoenix because their goal is to destroy the known world order and from the ashes of that chaos rise as the saviors by positioning their chosen one who will become the hero to reestablish order and rise like the phoenix out of the ashes of and the chaos. And who do we call that chosen one? The we Antichrist. The Antichrist, <laughs> yes. Yes, the Antichrist. And then what's really interesting, remember when we took the phoenix and we overlaid it over the world? Mm -hmm. At every point on the Phoenix is where there had been a war on the earth that they were manipulating, causing wars to happen for their own purposes. And so in the Harry Potter book, they talk about the Order of the Phoenix and everybody thinks it's innocent. I'm sorry. Wait, no, I'm not. It's <laughs> not innocent. It's demonic and it's evil. And guess what? You're teaching your kids to do spells and everything like that. Now, whose kingdom does that sound like? Right, right. Uh, the Harry Potter, it feeds to the human ego, okay? And kids want to have the inside scoop. Mm -hmm. They want to be the most powerful, the most popular. They know if they actually had a wand that did spells, they would really be popular at school. They know that if they're geeks, and they just learn a little witchcraft, then maybe they wouldn't be picked on so much. And tell them the purpose behind witchcraft is to do what? Now, there's many Manipulate, purposes. Manipulate, control. Manipulate someone into doing what you want them to do. That's the essence of witchcraft. It's manipulating elements, the elements of the earth, mm -hmm. um, and doing it in an act of faith that you are controlling those elements in the outcome that will occur. But also, in spells, what they don't show on Harry Potter is in true occult practice, your spells are only as powerful as the demons you allow to work through you to commit them. Maybe you need to say that again. Your spells are only as powerful as the demons you allow to work through you to commit those spells. Wow. They don't show that in Harry Potter. And the more spells you cast... The more rituals you do, the more incantations and invocations, then the more bondage you end up in. And before long, you've got critters hanging off of you left and right. You can't keep a thought. Everything in you, you don't know what the word, word beautiful means anymore. You don't see the physical world anymore. Everything is all spiritual all the time. Now there is a good part of that mentality when you've renewed your mind and your mind is on the Lord. What are you doing right now, Lord? And you're seeing in the spirit what he is doing and what's going on. And he gives you discernment to see and go, oh, that's not right. You don't need a spell to discern that. He'll give you that. That's a gift mm -hmm. of the spirit. 
every ritual and spell is a way of providing a counterfeit of the gifts of the Spirit. And and not only that, more and more now, the witches and all that are coming right out in the open. So where it used to be more kind of under the surface, things are more now in your face. And someone will say to me, well, I practice white witchcraft. No such thing. I know, I know. It's as if there's some good witchcraft. And then we have it all over the TV screen. The good witch. Oh, really? No such thing, right? And so what you're saying, the more kids practice spells, incantations, witchcraft, being a medium, then the more demons that are hooked to them. Correct. The deeper the bondage. And then we wonder why kids are having so many psychological issues. <laughs> yeah. Then here's the, here is the nasty part of this loop. So then they go to their psychiatrist and say, hey, I've been hearing some voices. Yep. And he gives them a Medicine. medication. Yeah. Now, we're not against it, but you can't medicate a demon. Nope. I mean, but the psychiatric world doesn't want to admit that that exists, but it sure does. So listen up, parents. If you know that your kids are getting into witchcraft, Harry Potter, all the stuff we've been talking about, man, it's time to get that stuff out of your home. But don't bury it, burn it. Yeah. Burn it, don't bury it. Get rid of it, get it out of your home, shut your door on it, because you don't want to be hanging at your kid to have so many de demonic influences in right. his life. And you need to start asking your kids, are you hearing things? Uh, do you hear a voice in your head sometimes? You know, when we think to ourselves, I will think, oh, I think I'll go to the store. Now, if somebody is telling me to go to the store, they'll say, why don't you go to the store? So if they're hearing something in the second person, that's not their own mind. That's somebody else talking to them, okay? So parents need to start asking, are you hearing things like that in the second person? Okay, and what are they telling you to do? And if the kid says, I don't want to tell you what they're telling me to do, okay, then let me give you a little way and balance that you can tell whether you should listen to that voice, okay? If that voice is not exalting light, if it's telling you to do something bad, if it's feeding into your pain, making you feel vengeful or angry, you don't need to talk to that voice. That voice is gonna lead you wrong. And instead, what you need to do is you need to just say real quiet, I submit that voice to the Lord Jesus Christ and his plans for me and the word and the blood in his name. And just teach them to do that. Tell them it's an experiment. See if the voices go away. If they don't, go see a pastor. The right Hopefully, pastor. I the right have. pastor. The right pastor. Yes. When oh. I first came out, I had so many pastors that, you know, I would go to them. One didn't believe me and just escorted me out. Another one got terrified when I just shared a little bit of my testimony. And he said, we don't want any trouble here. We're just a nice Well, you remember when you came to my church one time. Mm, yep. There was a person that didn't want you in the church. They wanted you to leave. And I, I said to the I said to this person, Oh, by the way, she's my guest. She can sit on the third row, play her tambourine, and praise the Lord, and we're not bothering her. Yeah. 
it was difficult back when I came out and got saved. There were not very many people with my testimony and not very many people that knew how to help somebody with my background. And, you know, after about a year of trying to find churches where I could go where if I wore black, I wasn't accused of still being a witch or, you know, people would find out my background and they'd be like, oh, well, praise God. And then they'd grab their children and run away, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. um, and things like that. And and I would say, you know, I got no problem with God. It's just his people I could do without some of these people. Um, but you know what? You overcome by the word, the blood in your testimony. And I just kept sharing my testimony. But I did have a lot of pastors when I first came out one of them just said, okay, what you need to do is start coming to church, you know, all these different times, and you need to read this many chapters in your Bible every day, and you need to pray this much every day, and you need to tithe, and you need to find a way to give. And uh, and I'm like, and I wasn't even saved. So what he was giving me was another list of rituals. Aha. Uh -huh. Yes, rituals. Period. And I said, rituals is what got me here. So he was reinforcing the programming. Yes. Instead of, okay, what we need to do is we need to pray, we need to anoint, and we need to break. You need to renounce, and we need to get rid of these influences, break these chains off, and get rid of the things you've got crawling around inside of you. So so what, what happens here is that uh, a lot of pastors get afraid. Oh, yeah. And I go down to Costa Rica every year now, and I go in extreme camp, and we pull <laughs> these kids away from the gangs. And we, you want to you want to solve gang violence? Get the gang members truly saved, mm -hmm. and then cast the demons out of them. Yeah, because that's what they do. They all get saved, and then they break the witchcraft. Because every every gang member has a witch. Yeah, and when we're breaking the witchcraft off, there might be screaming and manifestations, and that scares. And what cracks me up is people go to the Conjuring and think it's cool. But see a little bit of the power of having to freak them right out, run right out the door. So um, when uh, when I first started going to Extreme Cap, I said, why do you call it extreme? They said, because we're giving them an extreme God experience. And all the 60 kids that came this past year gave their heart to Jesus Christ, and every one of them got delivered. Sometimes there was five people praying over one person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, intense, going to town, freeing them. But mm -hmm. that's what the church ought to do. And, yes. you know, what I want to say is this as we're closing up here. The psychics, mediums, witchcraft is real. And it's the dark side. And if your kids are dabbling in it, the more they dabble, the deeper the goal, the greater the bondage, the more the demons. Mm -hmm. But there's good news. Mm -hmm. That if you realize this is going on, they can be free, they can be delivered, the power of Jesus' name, right? Right. Is and much greater. A great a number of things you can do in warfare as parents. Number one, the word of God will not return void. It will always accomplish what it was sent to do. You can call forth in prayer the word of God in the lives of your kids. Every, that every verse they've heard since they were knee high to a grapefruit in Sunday school would stay ever before their eyes when the enemy approaches them with that. You can. Um, loose a spirit of truth in your home. You can go through your home, get rid of any of those objects that depict the occult, the supernatural. If you got a Ouija board, oh my goodness. Oh my that is one of the number one traps of all kids. But also we need to start 
communicating more with our children because the reason they turn to the occult is always because of a void that the enemy is manipulating in their heart, in their emotions. And it, when they're younger, we all know they all feel a lot of voids. You know, they don't fit in or their clothes aren't fitting or they don't, they're not happy with their appearance. All of those little issues is what the enemy preys on. So we need to, when you're trying to get somebody out of that, you need to speak past the external to the heart of the matter. Speak to their heart about, hey, I know, you know, things get tough and we all really want to have a wand in our pocket. You know, we all really want to know what to do next week. We all really want a psychic to give us an inside scoop. But you know what? God's holding your heart and he's got something so much better for you. And I don't want that scoop because it comes straight from a demon. <laughs> you can keep that scoop. So if it comes from a psychic, and we could have talked about tarot cards and everything, but oh, yeah. I'm not going to get into that. They're all right under now. the same umbrella. I'm not. Yeah, they're all under the same umbrella. But I want to say a prayer real quick before we wind up because I know there's kids out there that are dabbling in all this stuff, and I know there's going to be parents that are listening to this, and all of a sudden you're saying, "Oh my goodness, I never realized Harry Potter." Oh my goodness. I never realized this stuff, but somehow the truth has got to get out so people can be set free so you can protect your kids. Let's pray. Lord, I, oh Lord, we just loose your spirit to go forth in the earth right now. We loose the light of heaven to shine on every home and every person's heart under the sound of our voice. Lord, if there's children that are listening, Lord, you supernaturally by your power, can set them free immediately. If there's parents that are listening, Lord, I just pray that you give them the courage to make the phone call to get the help they need for their son or their daughter, Lord. And we just pray that you would overshadow each situation. And so, Father, I just pray right now that every demonic force opposing this message or program be bound in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you, Lord, that you are loosing the angels of heaven right now to go and to minister to those that are listening to this program now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Boy, this topic could be like the song that never ends. It could go on and on, my friend. Oh, it could. It could. So, well, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, Always want you to know there's hope. But listen, if you think the devil's big, God's a whole lot bigger than he is. God created the heavens and the earth. Jehovah, he's, you know, I like, uh, there's no God like Jehovah. I always like to say he rides a supernova. But I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I changed the words up on that song, but may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And if you need to make a call to Spiritual Care for Help, our number is 269 269- 929-2901 thank you for tuning in but I want to leave with these words please protect your kids and don't have things in your home that can get them into the dark kingdom get rid of those things protect your kids God bless and have a great day mm-hmm.